guys, exciting news. Uh, my best childhood friend has found this podcast. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So I just want to say right off the top here, Brady, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just so sorry. Brady, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's not sorry, but I am sorry. Jordan, what's the status on you being sorry? Um, hmm. Well, I think, who said it best? I don't know who was Demi Lovato, but like, sorry, I'm not sorry. Well, now that we got that out of the way, we got our apologies for this podcast out of the way early, you know? Now we can continue and just be fucking idiots for the rest of the time, and we're good. Welcome, everybody, to Afterbite, a Vampire Diaries fancast. It's only ten years too late. Actually, it's nine years too late, but I'm not going to change that every time we progress further in the years. You know what? I just can't. I, the way I am interpreting the 10 years, it's like 10 years since it first came out, you know? So like technically we still are 10 years, well, we will always be 10 years too late. You know what? God, you're so right. Fuck it. We're 10 years late all the time. (laughs) And this week, it's episode 18. We're we're almost 20, y'all. We're getting there. I'm very excited. I know. Uh, we can vote now as a podcast, though, which is exciting. Wow. Um, We're too bad our vote does not matter anymore. I almost <laughs> spit all over my computer. That was not, that was not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, so I love that we can vote for... Uh, we can vote. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Harambe again. Fandom award polls, I think, now? Oh, now yeah. we can vote in ship wars, actually. I think since we're legally 18, we have the deciding vote in all ship wars. All right, so what what, what do we... Su- I know we already... This podcast already supports Jyler. We all know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what other ships are we are we voting for? I think Selena. we're going to go... <laughs> Selena, yeah. I think we're also going to go for Jeremy and Bonnie. Steriline. Steriline, yes. 100%. And, yes. and Jeremy and Bonnie, 100%. Like, ugh. I also, am, if I'm being honest, I'm not a hundred percent sold on them yet, but they're kind of cute. That's where I'm there. They'll get there. They will get there. They'll get there. Uh, their ship name though is Barami. Yikes! I, I think I don't know. That's what I remember from Tumblr days. Yikes! Okay, y'all could have come up. I hate when Tumblr comes up Johnny? with the worst name. Question mark Johnny? Way cuter than Barami. Barami anyway. sounds like a like a bear. Like. Exactly. Oh, I built a bear that bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we I'm sorry. Can we can we change it now? Can we change the ship name now? Even it's, it's 10 years late. later. But um I feel we're like we should late, have the right to do that. I think we legally can now since we're 18 and can vote. I think we can legally do this. Great. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so are we legally changing it to Johnny? Yeah, we're we're it's like we're we're in a doubt now, and we hate the names our parents gave us, so we're changing it for ourselves. So it 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 fits our personality. We're taking it better. back. Exactly. exactly. Okay, so we've done that now. We've stamped it into law. We got a notary and everything. Uh, and let's now talk about episode thirteen, Daddy Issues. The name. The name. <laughs> the name. Who would any of us be, though, without our daddy issues? Let's be very real here for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
people that make up this podcast this name's perfect for this podcast exactly they named this in 2011 and they named it with us in mind i know i was a in middle school but they named it with with us in mind <laughs> so this episode uh the netflix description is jonathan gilbert's return to mystic falls is an unhappy surprise to elena jenna and damon and stefan does his best to reach out to a confused tyler first of all uh-huh. i love that they're calling jonathan gilbert's return an unhappy surprise for quite literally everybody who comes in contact like, with like him no one likes this dude he's just nobody like, likes john gilbert no john and, gilbert sucks and like that's understandable i get that i agree you know like yes everyone should dislike john gilbert there's nothing likable about him it feels like it's one of those things that everybody can get behind you yeah. know yeah like, like puppies are cute the sky's blue Everybody hates John Gilbert exactly. with a passion. Like, sure, this fandom can have their shift wars. Like, who's better, Selena or Delina? We all know who's better. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, John Gilbert, the worst. Absolute the fucking worst. Yeah. So, this episode? God. A buck wild episode. <laughs> can I just yeah. say, after the, after the last episode of this podcast, I was losing faith. You know? <laughs> I was really losing the faith because those are just really two bad episodes. But, you know, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. came back mm-hmm. and they were like, here's here's something. Here's something that's actually good. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. I don't I, know, I didn't right? want to have to go through this again. <laughs> just didn't want to. And then they were like, here's an episode that actually builds towards something meaningful. Yeah. And is fun. Yeah. To watch. Yeah. Definitely. So, this episode starts out with Caroline coming out of the house and Tyler standing behind her like a motherfucking creepazoid, uh, which is going to be a ongoing theme for the werewolves is that they stand like they're in bad Terminator movies <laughs> and they're just bad. Yeah. They yeah. all stand like they're in a fucking off-brand reboot of Robocop or some shit. There's the and we just have to admit that. There's a character that gets introduced later on in this episode, and, like, that's that person. Like, honestly, this person has, like, serial killer eyes, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, who? <laughs> um, so, I, yeah. Yeah. We're gonna... It's bad. All the werewolves, though, kind of stand like they're bad extras in a Terminator movie, and that's okay, I think. That's That's okay. Uh, so Caroline, though, she lets Tyler down easy. She tells him that they just can't do this right now. But he's, like, not fucking having it. Just not fucking having it. He's like, why'd you lie to me? What the fuck? Because if you forgot, at the end of the last episode, Jules told, uh, Tyler that Mason was dead and that the little werewolves, or that the little vampires killed him. So, Could just I just let say- you know that they all have that knowledge now. There is constant overgeneralization about who is doing what. They're like the vampires. They're werewolves. It's like one specific person on each side. Like <laughs> it's, it's Damon, and then it's Jules. Exactly. That's it. Y'all can't obfuscate for shit. It's right there. Like it's it's two main people causing the problem. Stop general. If, 
I swear, if everyone just stopped generalizing, it was like, oh, actually, the people, the people who are causing problems in our life are these two people. Maybe we should just cut them out of our lives. No, they just keep generalizing it. It's like it's just this group of people that's the problem. Hey, did you know that werewolves v vampires is just a really heavy-handed allegory for racism? <laughs> hey, did you pick that up at all? I did not pick that up, but now that you're saying I picked it. it up. Yeah. <laughs> and I put but it like, right back it's down. Us versus them. And I picked it up and I looked at it and I was like, huh, this is really heavy handed. And then I put it right back down. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to it later because there's a few lines that really kind of kick it in the teeth here. The white uh, guilt so, really kicked in. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Tyler like wolfs out, shoves Caroline against the car, and then leaves because that's what he does now, I guess. Yeah, it's just, a, I feel like that's a constant theme. He just does something that you're like, what? And then he just leaves. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he does some really confusing macho man shit, and then he just leaves, and you're like, uh, bye, I guess. Oh my I'll god, I'm actually, I'm actually dying, because it's really true. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, bye, <laughs> I guess. Uh, so, title screen kicks in, which again, by the way, I know we're in season two. This title screen and the little, uh, the little piano riff bullshit is still so fucking weak. Yeah. Y'all, it's still so fucking weak. I know, Brian, that it's iconic. It's still so fucking funny to see this man, like, woofing out or seeing blood spurting from somebody. And then it's like, ba da 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 the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> it's still so fucking weak. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like it when they like just cut to it and there's nothing. It's good <laughs> that way. But I for- I always forget that they have that little like do 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 do. <laughs> I always forget about that. We cut to Damon in the shower. Yes. <laughs> what? Because it's the CW and he's hot. Remember? Hot. It's sure. National Lesbian Day. This is good for me for National <laughs> Lesbian Day. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> also, it's going to be so dated. Now they know that we record these podcasts like a week early. Please, no. <laughs> but also, like, hot? Questionable Question mark? Best. Hot is very relative when it comes to Damon. And by that, I mean it's relatively out of his fucking field. Yes, There's I no... agree. He's not. I'm sorry. I don't get okay. the hype around him. I do not get the hype. It's not there. It's just not there. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> while Damon is in the shower, there is a news report going on, uh, and they're talking about, like, drugs may have played a factor in this deranged and violent behavior, when I think it's just talking about the people that Rose killed, and then the one that Damon just murdered, like, 20 minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, totally. That's some fun little overlay that they're kind of just hitting us over the head with. Love that for them. And then they're they like, can't do the mountain. They can't do mountain lines anymore because it's getting old. <laughs> exactly. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, also like in order to like to like honor like all the deaths that have been happening recently, it, like all the tragedies, we're gonna have a memorial." And I was like, "What? They're having a memorial for everyone? Apparently, <laughs> this one. Hey, this one goes out to all the folks who have died recently." <laughs> I was just like, I was like. So this town is like so like so many violent crimes have happened in this town. No one's questioning it. And then they're like, oh, let's have a town memorial. 
<laughs> also, no offense to Sheriff Forbes, who I love dearly. How the fuck are you still Sheriff? <laughs> no offense. <sighs> no offense at all. But, like, how the fuck? It's like, this is the Hunger Games, and you know, in the Hunger Games, whenever someone dies, they flash their name in their face, and then have the cannons on them. Like, that's yeah. exactly what this is. This is their this... cannon memorial for all the people who have died. This poor town. I would ha- How are you still living here? How, how has no one moved? No one has moved. Everyone's just like, oh, people are dying. But like, I guess that's okay. I'll just continue Not me, to I live guess. here. Me. <laughs> like... The housing market is very good in Mystic Falls. I mean. I guess they're just getting all this fucking land and everything. Exactly. Uh, but John is back. He still sucks. Mm-hmm. Imagine. Here, imagine this for a moment. Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. You walk into the kitchen. To get some breakfast. You're having a good morning. You had a fun shower. You're energized. You're ready to go. You walk into the kitchen. John Gilbert is there. <laughs> How much of a just downward spiral does your day take at that point? You know? So, so it's like, it like started high and now we're just like at a 50%. Like, like I don't know. What, how else is, how, how, what, what else could like make this day worse? You know? Well, you're John, John. John Gilbert could tell your legal guardian and also your school teacher that he's your actual biological father. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. So can you imagine that? Does it go down from fifty percent? Then does it go oh. down worse now? Yeah, way worse. Yeah, way worse. Okay. Uh, uh, he also threatens your legal guardian, who up until this point has been doing her best. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, well, I'm still Elena's father, so fuck you." Imagine. Hey, be- he doesn't have any legal right to do that. Exactly. He's not on any of the fucking documents. <laughs> exactly. Imagine no. trying to make a power play that big and, and not having anything to back it up. Imagine not being a part of someone's life, right? Imagine like uh-huh. like not being like their actual father and then mm-hmm. coming into their life later on and being like, oh, actually, I am your father and uh, I'm going to act as if I'm your father and I'm going to try to make this stupid power play to someone who has been more of a parental guardian than you have ever, than I have ever been to you. Like, imagine that happening. What so kind I'm of imagining it, it sucks. So Star Wars, basically. <laughs> but also not, because at least, here's the thing. At least Darth Vader was consistent. He was consistently True. like, "I'm gonna kick your ass, Luke Skywalker. I don't. Exactly. You're my. You're my son. I am also gonna kick your ass, though." He was consistent. John Gilbert is this hot and cold ass motherfucker. Like, be my dad or don't be my dad, or help me or don't. One of the two, man. Be yeah. consistent. Be yeah. more like Darth Vader, John. Either, either, <laughs> either try to kill me, or or be my father. All right. You can't do one or the other. You can't do both. You have to do one or the or other. chop my hand off. Exactly. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, John had his hand chopped off, basically. <laughs> so is John... Wait, is John Luke Skywalker then? Or is he Anakin? I mean, Darth Uh-oh. Vader. I mean, whoops. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, my, my knowledge of Star, Star, Star Wars is very surface level. I've only watched two out of the trilogy. So... There's like nine. Yeah. There's nine. That's, I'm talking about the main nine. trilogy, though. You know, oh, okay. the, okay. the first one that came okay. out, I've only watched two of them. I was like, that, that's those. a nine-ology. <laughs> <laughs> 
the the prequels were better, and that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> I've seen that's your exciting. I've seen your take on that. B. <laughs> anyway, um, so bad fucking morning for Elena and Jenna and Alaric and John and Damon. And pretty yeah. much everybody involved, basically. There, wait, bad fucking a, morning. There's a, there's a scene right after this where where uh, Stefan and Damon are talking. Yeah, there is. Um, they're arguing as they always are because uh-huh. I swear to God, these men cannot have a normal last conversation to save their <laughs> fucking lives. Yeah. Nope. And uh, Stefan's like, "Well, Elena's putting all her faith into the deal with Elijah, and it's like, yeah, as she fucking should. Y'all ain't done shit." Y'all what did you do, Stefan? Y- you brought John Gilbert back into town? <laughs> That's your big brain play here? Hey, bud, your big brain play sucks ass. It really does. Yeah. I mean, who wants to bring back John Gilbert, though? Of all people to bring back. I mean, I know. I would have taken Isabel at this point. Like, yeah. I mean, I know she's been John, but like. Like, ugh. give me hepatitis like, over John Gilbert. <laughs> like, oh my like, God. like, like, Isabel's bad, but like. Not as annoying as like Isabel's actually bad, you know, like like just yeah. like a villain-ish character. What while John is just like bad, but also annoying. And like, why he are you talks here? so much and says so little? Yeah, like. Uh. But there, there, no, there's a line right. that Damon says about needing to get like getting like a hero's haircut. And I was like, yeah, Damon, you do need a haircut constantly your hair is never correct it always looks out of place so i agree Listen, you do need a haircut damon can't get a haircut right now because we're social distancing and in quarantine so i get it i get it but also but also people are are do are diying haircuts he could do that i mean, I mean how much worse could it be than what's already on <laughs> <laughs> just hand the clippers to stefan and say fuck me up dude just fuck <laughs> me up brother <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> did you just stop and take a moment and just like bask and just were you just like hit with how fucking ridiculous this stupid podcast is yep no i just realized how funny it would be to watch just damon stefan do damon's hair and, and it comes up the exact same as stefan's hair and it's like oh god but also, god just damon's hair is just unfortunate uh but at the end of that scene where the the brothers are arguing as they are. Uh, Stefan gets a text from Caroline that just says 911 now. Which <laughs> the now is implied. When you text 911, <laughs> it is an urgent emergency. Listen, Caroline. Now is implied. Caroline likes to be thorough. All right? It's in her character. That's character building. 100%. Caroline <laughs> knows what she needs and what she wants, and it was a 911 now. <laughs> So it's not nine one one later. Like for future <laughs> reference, please refer to nine one one. Nine one one, show the hell up right now. But also, Caroline's so, calling Stefan. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you because win. I know because mm. they need. Uh, basically, what's happened here is Caroline has now realized that Tyler knows that they killed Mason. It's a whole messy situation, so she needs Stefan to do damage control with Tyler. Um, at the same time, uh, Jules is at the Lockwood mansion trying to, like, indoctrinate Tyler more on this werewolf shit. Uh, so, she says- it's like it's a cult. 
Uh, it is. The werewolves are way more cult-like than the vampires. I was like, wait a minute, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So she says lines like, it's in our nature to be enemies. Hey, y'all, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And Tyler actually says, you know how stupid that sounds, to which I'm going to say here, it's so fucking nice to see a character have some, like, awareness Yes. Because so little of the time are these characters actually self-aware of how stupid the shit they're doing is. Yeah. You know? Like it's like it's like, oh, we have to fight with vampires because it's in our nature somehow. Not like you guys cause any of this fighting to happen. Not like Jules caused problems on purpose or anything like that. Um basically though, Tyler still isn't bought in on the whole werewolf thing. Which, good for him, he should not be. Uh, Caroline just uh, is telling Stefan, basically, that they just need to get to Tyler and reason with him before he does something stupid. Which is pretty much the entire plot of the Vampire Diaries. You can just switch out Tyler for any other character, like a Mad Libs, and you're good to go. 100%. Like, that's just it. I've Mad Libs all of TVD now. You just need to get to x person and get to them before they do something stupid that's it y'all that's the whole fucking show yeah and it's a Damon. great show <laughs> and it's it's something that's for sure <laughs> damon storms into the gilbert house uh and elena also by the way when damon storms in she doesn't even close the front door <sighs> Did we all notice that? There's so many instances in this episode. I don't know if it's this episode or next episode where characters are just like having their doors not open. And I'm just like, do y'all not lock your doors regularly? Like, like I get it. This is why Mystic Falls has this crime rate that's through the fucking roof. Exactly. It's like why they had so many serial killers in the 70s is because nobody fucking locked their doors and everybody would just answer their doors and just like, hey, what's up? Like, (laughs) y'all, I would get it. Like, I would understand this happening if it was, like, a sitcom. Because, you know, ha, 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 fun times. It's a sitcom. Our doors are always open. But this is a straight-up, almost horror genre. Why are you guys keeping your doors open? And I would get it if your only trouble was vampires. Because then they can't get in anyway. You're fine. But now you have werewolves. They can Mm -hmm. just walk in the door on their own front two feet. And on their paws or what the fuck ever, they can just walk inside. It's just you, you also have to deal with Mormons. I know. Oh, <laughs> and Mormons. that's the worst. I, I have a Mormon story. <laughs> Back at the Lockwood Mansion, uh, Tyler's trying to do some investigating on a laptop, which has a very obvious Dell sponsorship. Just wanted to shout out to Dell right there. Good job, y'all. Mm-hmm. And for then them. in the corner, Stefan's just there. He's trying <laughs> He's trying to make peace with Tyler. And then he's just like, the best way to do this is actually to sneak into his house and push him up against the wall so that he doesn't make any noise while his uh while his mom like walks out to go to a memorial that they're holding for the whole town. Hey, have we realized how buck wild this line of thought is? Stefan really just be making making the wildest decision. And then it's like, oh, that's normal, right? This is absolutely yes. how this should work, right? Uh-huh. 100%. Uh, so, they're going to have a chat. This episode, by the way, 
cuts so fucking often it's almost annoying. It does. Now that I'm thinking about it. I was writing my notes and literally I was like at the Longwood Mansion, at the trailer in the woods, at the Longwood Mansion, at the memorial, at the Mystic Grill, at the back of the Longwood Mansion, back at the Mystic Grill, back at the Mystic Grill, on the street now, back at the trailer. Like y'all. <laughs> Interior. <laughs> I know. Interior Longwood Mansion. <laughs> like a lot of scenes where like the same thing is happening in the same room. So like, why did you feel the need to cut then? Like you could have just had the scene play out and then cut to the next scene, but you just—it's it's this weird. is the CW. Yeah, exactly. I honestly no, you say that as a joke. I shit you not. That's a CWS thing to do. Is you'll cut in the middle of scenes and then come back to it just to like make you fake out thinking that time has passed when really it's the same scene and they're coming back to like literally a minute later after they have cut the first time. It's yeah. just ugh, wonky. Yeah. So. Uh, we go to a trailer in the woods. And if you've seen any horror movie ever, I think you know how this one's gonna end, folks. But there, we meet, ironically, a character named Brady. He looks like a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looks totally normal. He has serial killer eyes. He has serial killer everything. He has a serial killer buzz cut. He has a serial killer face. Like, I'm sorry, Stephen Amell. Here, you look like a serial killer. But like, also, Stephen Amell, in Arrow, you also kind of look yeah! like a serial killer. I was going to say, like, Amell, isn't he also- I think Stephen Amell just kind of looks like a serial killer. Yeah, yeah but he's a cute one. <laughs> in here, though, he looks like a cracked out serial killer. Yeah. In, Green- uh, in Arrow, he looks like a regular serial killer. That's fine. But here, he looks like a cracked out one. And it's like, not even that, like, he only, it's not only that he looks like a serial killer, his character also kind of acts like one. Yes. He acts like a rip-off Terminator. Yeah. I know I used that earlier in this episode, but it's true and we're going to keep coming back to it. the truth. Uh, So, Jules says to him, I want the boy more than I want vengeance. Which is fucking weird. Yeah. Can we all agree that that's fucking weird? The wording of I want the boy is fucking weird. (laughs) Out of context. Does not sound good. Even in context, it's like, what? I know. Why does she want the boy so bad? And, uh, and, and now that you're, you're now that you were like bringing up like um, what's it called? Race stuff before mm-hmm. racism. Racism. <laughs> you know the concept of racism. That, just, that entire concept of I want the boy, like this boy who belongs to us, is like very has a lot of racist mm-hmm. she she goes real hard for it also later as well the next time that we cut back to the scene in like an hour yeah it'll we'll be back to it. um she jules and brady make out uh, it's kind of it's weird man yeah. it's the cw yeah um Hey guys, I want to let's let's bring this up now. Who do you think is the alpha of Jules's pack? Is it Jules? Jules, yeah, Jules, one hundred percent. It's not Brady, right? Definitely not. No. He's, he's trying too hard. He is, yeah, he's, like, he's trying too hard. Also, like she's the one who called them all there. You know, like she's True. definitely yeah. in charge. True. Um. So, 
Back at the Lockwood Mansion, I mentioned that we cut a lot. We do cut a fuck ton here. So back at the Lockwood Mansion, the boys are going to have a chat. And Stefan's going to make Tyler sit down and fucking listen to him and have a chat. So, love that for them. Then we cut to the memorial. Everybody hates Jonathan Gilbert. As they should. Everybody. As they should. Carol Lockwood doesn't even look too fond. He has no rights. No rights. (laughs) No rights. So, uh, we also see here explicitly that Jeremy hates John too. Good job, Jeremy. You've grown. Beautiful. Love that character growth for you. (laughs) And like, yeah, because remember how he was like trying to like say, oh, John's not that bad. Uh huh. We love that character growth. No longer thinks that. Mm. Delicious. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss to Jeremy Gilbert. Uh, Dr. Martin tries to convince Bonnie that he's a good guy. He fails. Yeah. Because he's not. Yeah. Which is fine. Uh, Jeremy comes to the rescue uh, to kind of get Bonnie out of that awkward situation. And uh, hey, they're cute. Yeah. That scene was kind of. That was kind of cute. I was like, oh, are they already dating? Because, like, the way he like wrapped his arm around her and she was kind of like tucking herself into his shoulder it kind of felt like they were already dating i also think that was just to get him to get away from uh dr martin i also think that was kind of like a a bro like protection move you know oh yeah yeah protection exactly (laughs) uh so we cut to the mystic grill uh where jenna's just saying you can't make this shit up about her fucked up family connections yeah you're not Which, wrong like, you can if you're julie pleck and everybody <laughs> has to be related somehow i swear to fucking god everyone's so related in this show it's weird yeah like yeah. i get the whole like it's a small world concept but also like it's not that small of a world it's not that small of a town yeah that just triggered my fight or flight response here <laughs> it's a small world by the way anyway <laughs> sorry about that bye uh, John tries to just like force himself into Alaric and Jenna's lunch which does nobody in Mystic Falls have social skills because you can't just do that you know like you can't just he's just like hey mind if I join you and Jenna was like why would you he's like well why wouldn't I because they don't they didn't fucking invite you dickhead (laughs) like does nobody have a basic social skills no, the answer is nobody has any basic social skills at all. No one in this town. They're not smart, nor do they have social skills. They really no. don't. Uh, so from there, we cut back to the Lockwood Mansion, uh, where Stefan basically just tells Tyler, stop being a dick to Caroline. Yeah. Aww. Good. He's the best boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> wait. <laughs> uh, wait. Um, not yet. Give not it. yet. Checks uh, watch six more seasons. Uh, season. Hold on. Hold on. Hold It'll on. be a while. Four season, more seasons. Season three. Season three. Season four. Season five. Season four. Four and a half. Four more. Four and a half. Se- more seasons. Four and a half. Listen. Five. It may take a while for for Stefan to fulfill any type of boyfriend role with Caroline, but honestly, their relationship. I mean, there's certain things, and you see them, and you're just like, I see you for what you really are. Like, you may be also, like, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go babe. ahead, sir. Okay, I was just gonna say, it's so, it feels like Stefan has just been like, these are Elena's friends, 
And now, therefore, I have to basically adopt them now. Yeah. I'm taking care of them, basically. This is Stefan's weird, like, dad instinct kicking in. He's like, okay, so I need to protect you. And that involves telling this shithead wolf to stop being fucking mean to you for no goddamn reason. Yeah. And he does the same thing with Bonnie where he, like, protects her and, like, tells her that she's good at things. And I'm like, yes, Stefan. Stefan just goes absolutely off his shits on that respecting women juice, honestly. we love that about him. We love that about (laughs) him. Like, like, sure, Stefan has his flaws, but, like, honestly, like, one of the best boys. The flaws, I do not see them. I cannot (laughs) see. I am blind. (laughs) I am blind. I am only only alive when Stefan is good to me. That's all the time. Like, I just love that about him. Like, how he's willing to, like, like really like embrace Elena's friends as his own and kind of like develop that like strong protective like bond with them that's just beautiful especially also like uh, like the fact that like we already saw with Caroline like when she was first transitioning in the beginning of the season that Stefan was like a big person who was kind of trying to be there for her so like to see that continue on screen and then not forget that is like beautiful it I feels nice right that this now, is a plot point they haven't dropped yet, you know? Yeah. Usually they're they so will, fickle and they're like, we're keeping this one. Yeah, they will never... The Stefan and Caroline friendship continues on for the entire series, basically. I love that. Then, I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that. Like, it's something they don't forget about. Like, lovers. Yeah. like, they sometimes just, they, they sometimes split apart, but, like, at the same time, they always kind of manage to find their way back to each other. I love that. Which is nice. We love that for them. Beautiful. So, also in uh, the Lockwood Mansion here, Stefan's... Tyler's like, well, the werewolves fight vampires. That's what we do. And Stefan's like, that's a leftover idea from another time. Hey, did you realize that vampires and werewolves are just an allegory for racism? Hey, no. hey guys, did you realize that yet? Have they hit you over the head enough with it yet? Hey, hey guys... <laughs> I mean, have you hit me over the head with it enough? <laughs> I don't know if I have. Wait, I just want to point out I, that. Can I just bring up how I love how this show is like, let's bring in these supernatural elements to try to talk about these like big issues. But then like, let's not actually discuss them at all. Let's continue <laughs> yeah, to have actually like going to solve shit. Let's, let's, let's like continue to have like an all mostly white cast, even though we're bringing this up. Also, um... Let's continue to like talk about like vampirism and how it's re- how its relation to homosexuality, but then like continue to barely have a- any non non straight characters on this show. Um, it's fine. Yeah, fine. Totally great. Matt Donovan's gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Matt like, Donovan can- is a lesbian icon. <laughs> shut up, Brian. Like we can totally bring in in these like othering elements into like the supernatural because that's fine but let's not like actually adjust that and like actually tackle that all right no cool cool it's a cw show (laughs) they like to talk a lot but they don't like to walk the walk yes yes yeah so we cut back to the mystic grill in which damon and john have a long conversation but say nothing of substance as Mm -hmm. they always do yep both both Mm -hmm. of them just always do especially when these two are together hey i don't know if brian i don't know if you were on that episode uh but jordan do you remember the episode that had brick by boring brick by paramore in its entirety about it (laughs) they had an entire conversation that lasted for the entirety of that song and yet i don't remember a single thing they said nope nothing Hmm. all i remember is brick by boring brick exactly so 
I was I not wanna... there for that episode. <laughs> you were not. Uh, shocking. Uh, but I want to now, I'm only going to measure Damon and John's conversations in Brick by Boring Bricks by Paramore. Like, how many is it? This is like 2.5 Brick by Boring Bricks by Paramore. You could probably play this song two and a half times in the time that it takes for John and Damon to have this useless fucking conversation. Yeah. And I propose that to be our new official unit of measurement because it doesn't make any more or less sense than Imperial. So fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> my god <laughs> Brian you think this podcast is off the rails when you're here when it's not when you're not here we just fucking go dude yeah Jesus our minds Christ. you know it's so powerful so powerful <laughs> but oh also god. so stupid <laughs> uh so <laughs> Caroline's avoiding Matt kind of on the on the street outside the Mystic Grill she's avoiding Matt uh kind of too man <laughs> uh and she gets called out by jules uh in which jules is like hey you want to fucking go and caroline's like actually no because it's not a full moon so i don't want to kill you here but i guess i will if i have to and so she goes to make a run at jules but jules has vervain pepper spray what a neat little invention but also <sighs> i get uh, it i love it actually but Me also too. So prior to this, we were talking about like how Caroline was kind of outside waiting for Matt, and mm-hmm. they like had a little conversation. And Caroline mm-hmm. was like, "We, but I can come later, and like we can discuss it. We can talk about like this weirdness that's going between us." And mm-hmm. then as soon as she said that, I was like, "Something bad's gonna happen to Caroline because the show <laughs> really, <clears throat> excuse me, the show really loves to fuck with Caroline. Just like when anything about that." Just re- recognize this pattern for the show. When any- anything that's about to happen, that's like good for Caroline. When anything that Car- Caroline's about to do something and is about to make her happy, the show's like, actually, though, no, we're gonna we're gonna take that away real quick. Actually, actually, you know what? We're actually gonna have her be kidnapped right now, and you're gonna have to deal with that instead of her. Hey, be- bright happy. side. It's not Elena this time. Yeah. So we don't have to add to the Elena kidnap counter. Yeah. Yet. (laughs) I just just want Caroline to be happy. And this show is like... She won't. Fuck you. (laughs) She won't. Exactly. Um, You think Caroline has a bad... Just wait. I know. Just wait! (laughs) It's gonna get worse before it gets worse. So... (laughs) Uh, after Caroline recovers from that vervain pepper spray, which is such a neat little toy, um, that by the way, comes back in legacies. Thanks to Kim Hawkins. She uses the same thing. Love that. Love that for them. Uh, then she turns around again and she's like, oh, I'm gonna kill that fucking wolf. And then it's off brand Terminator. It's Walmart brand (laughs) Terminator. He's just standing there. And then you know what he does? He raises a gun and shoots her point blank in the fucking street in Mystic Falls with a loud ass gun and nobody notices apparently. Because he's Walmart brand Terminator and he just does what he does. I mean. 
honestly, which how with how much crime occurs in Mystic Falls, I'm not surprised. On brand, you know, yeah. you, you know that They're like little little point. like um saying about cities and like how oh crime happens, but like everyone like look like looks away. Like you know that classic mm-hmm. example of that person getting killed or whatever in New York, and everyone but uh, no one like saw it outside their windows, even though it was like available for everyone to see. That's mm-hmm. what happens in Mystic Falls. But the thing about Mystic Falls, it's it doesn't have the excuse of it being a city. It's a small town, so what's what's their excuse? Why why are they why are they allowing like gunshots to go off and they're just like, oh, that's normal. Let me continue to go about my day. Listen, the Have entire you... town is just filled with extras. They're not actual <laughs> actors. If they're not actually signing a contract. They don't care enough. Um. Have you guys heard of that one case of a dude in Mississippi who was just such an asshole that eventually he was like just sitting in his car outside of a bar or something like that and 45 people from the whole town surrounded him, somebody shot him, and nobody from the town has ever said a word? Um, what? Small towns are actually insidious as fuck, dude. Uh... Bro, you ride or die in a small town, nothing in between. I'll find I'll find the I think there was like a BuzzFeed Unsolved episode on it. I'll find it and send it to you, but it's fucking wild. Like small towns insidious as fuck. See, I thought in New York it was bad cuz like there'll be like someone on the you'll be on the subway and someone will start fighting and everyone just like turns away. No one it's That's like, apathetic. That's like my Where small towns are insidious as fuck. Right. So, uh, Caroline wakes up in a cage. Like, I was trying to figure out why this guy had a whole ass cage in his trailer. Then I remembered he's a werewolf. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> smart. But like, if he like had a normal person come to his trailer, mm-hmm. and they walked in and they saw that, and there wasn't a dog nearby, what would their first thought be? Weird BDSM. <laughs> Weird kink shit. Do you see the amount of chains these werewolves have? The amount of collars, the chains. Like, it's some weird BDSM shit. That's what everyone yeah. thinks about werewolves. That's that's <laughs> you see like a That's why everybody werewolf. steers clear from them. They're like, they're just the weird BDSM kids. We just leave them over there. <laughs> Cause what are they yeah. gonna do? Whip me? Oh, ouch. Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> So Caroline wakes up in a cage and pulls the bullet from her own brain like a fucking badass. Yeah, she's so Queen wonderful. Then Arrow Boy, I mean Walmart Terminator, I mean <laughs> Brady, I guess. Green Arrow. <laughs> Walmart Terminator here uh, mentions that he has other toys, which again, super creepy, weird BDSM shit. And I think we just super <laughs> serial killer-y. Super serial killer, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, like um, the fact that he's enjoying this and it's like, oh, torture, so, especially of a vampire, so much fun. Like, if you enjoy torturing someone, there's something a little bit wrong with you there. Like, he well, he's not torturing anyone, it. huh? He's not torturing anyone. He's torturing a vampire. They're not people, remember? <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you know that there was an allegory for racism at play? Here? Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. If they're gonna hit me over the fucking head with it, I'm gonna bonk them right back. Bonk. <laughs> Damn it! The bonk meme is just—you can't do it anymore. 
It's not a Snapchat it's canceled, filter it's over. anymore. It's canceled, it's over. Rip. Uh, so, back at the Lockwood Mansion, uh, the boys receive a call. And the boys, I mean Stefan and Tyler. They receive a call, and they know that Caroline is in trouble, and Tyler does not look fucking happy. No. But, I mean, does Tyler ever look happy? I mean, there was that one time. When? Not really. He has very serious eyebrows. Yeah, and that like weird little vein thing in his forehead. Yeah. Men. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck that pl- plot line. We're going to cut back to the Mystic Grill, where apparently we're supposed to congratulate Damon for steering clear of women. A feminist icon. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, only on today. Damon, Damon in these entire two episodes is just... Eh. The narrative is starting what I think is the most it's the most intense rehab program of all time. Uh-huh. They're making Damon they're trying to make Damon into a hero. And, and it's, it's annoying. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Cause they are whacking you over the fucking head with it. With Elena's like, be the better man. Cut the fuck down. And then uh, he's like, stop assuming I'm going to play the good guy. Just like, okay, like, Damon. Okay. We'll Whatever. stop. We don't assume you're going to be the we good don't. guy now. We talked no. about it. Like, bro. He's just annoying. He's... The the narrative, though, is now starting to... Starting that Herculean task. And I hate it. Um, I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I'm just going to say it. I hate that type of narrative. being that. He, they're rehabbing him all of this season, all of next season, and then partially into the fourth oh, when God. they are going through the world's most intense rehab program. I like <sighs> some reduction arcs are deserved. This one is not. This one takes eight seasons. <laughs> and it's still not worth it. <laughs> there are moments. Oh my God. <laughs> you and your what? moments. Listen, I'm gonna get moments tattooed her- on my fucking forehead. I swear to God. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> if B can have her allegory for racism, I can have my moments. <laughs> Back at the trailer, uh, Walmart brand Terminator has a water gun f- filled with Vervain. And I just want to say, <clears throat> calm down. Calm, the water calm gun. down, buddy. The water gun is just like, that's just like it's a new just- level of like, why? It. Is so sometimes things in TVD feel so hard, like they're trying to be absurd and funny, but they just take themselves way too seriously to be absurd and funny. Oh. And this feels like one of those moments, you know. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. I also have one of those same water guns, just filled with actual water, so I can spray it at Pixel whenever she jumps up on somewhere <laughs> she's not supposed to. <laughs> so I don't like how that scene made me feel. <laughs> um, Pandas. Such a good fucking actress. Holy shit. We've been known. We have been known. I know that, like, we've been new, but holy shit, dude. I mean, if you can act in a cage and pretend like you're being tortured for hours on end, like, goddamn. And the way that her screams, like, pit her out and, like, oh, God, she's so fucking good. We love her. It's so... It's so fucking fun to see amazing performances like Michael Trevino and Candace and like, you know, like Nina Dobrev and Paul. And then you juxtapose them with 
the most wooden piece of board that is Ian. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Wow. Ouch, dude. Like, there are some moments where you're like, hey, how does it feel to be outclassed in every way? <laughs> Ian, let me know. Um, I mean, God. it's just, it's, it's kind of. You, because you sometimes like you have it that way, right? Where there is clearly an actor on a show that like is not the best, but then they usually learn from like the people around them. You know what I mean? And right now he's not learning, not learning at all. Maybe it gets better. I can't really remember, but I don't think it does. Let's talk about how we come back to the Mystic Grill again. And again, we've cut through these same three scenes that are happening simultaneously like four times now, and I'm so fucking tired of it. Yep. So, John Gilbert is so stupid and so obnoxious, I just want him to stop. Like, yeah, full out. It's just, it's so rare that characters can get so on my fucking, just so on my nerves so quickly. Like, John's face just appears, and I'm like, oh, fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't like say anything n- anymore it's nothing against the actor he's a great actor and like really genuinely seems like a really nice guy oh yeah such a good actor john gilbert though he fuck did, off he did such a good job acting john gilbert that i genuinely hate him like that's very good yeah. good job man yeah uh so elena's like you're not family and you don't get to use that word around me fuck yes yeah tell him oh. off the queen of times woman tell men off in this episode yes it's great love it i love it so back at the trailer oh so can i actually say my favorite line real quick from this yes Yes. like nina it says not nina elena elena says you may be my father but i am never going to be your daughter and that was like like, beautiful slap in the face beautiful chef's kiss she literally just okay never mind back to the trailer again the trailer where stefan damon and tyler roll up and also rolls up just an absolute dumb amount of werewolves it's so stupid so many fucking werewolves (laughs) just a dummy thick amount of werewolves i swear to god also the way that jules talked about their world it, it felt like there were a lot of them Mm-hmm. And then you just see the amount that actually shows up. And you're like, oh, I guess this is kind of like intimidating, but not really. Like, okay, there's no. like twelve of you total, I guess. Like, it's intimidating to maybe the two people, but like, I thought you guys like really have a lot of you like like back up, and you just like had like what twelve people? Like that doesn't <laughs> just that doesn't like add werewolves. up. <laughs> that doesn't add up at all. Yeah, it's wild, um, and the werewolves come out of the woodworks uh, with, like, a fucking fire, like, like a flamethrower. Yeah. Which, y'all, one of them has a bow and arrow? Yeah. What? Yeah. For some reason, these werewolves who claim to, like, respect and love nature and each other and everything take these big-ass flamethrowers into the forest, because that's fucking smart. Yeah. So... They that immediately goes bad. Uh, Stefan and Damon actually are kind of cleaning up. I mean, they 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 get kind of bested here, but they're kind of they t- do some fucking damage. They take down six of the twelve werewolves that are there. Uh, good job, boys, fighting smarter, not harder. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and Tyler 
goes into the trailer and he sees Caroline in the cage and she's like, hey, there's a latch right down here. Lift it. Like, get me out of here. And he hesitates. He hesitates. And then it is like, a pregnant pause before he goes to actually do it. And then you're just like, Which, are you fucking kidding me, Tyler? Are you fucking kidding me? You have to be shitting me right now. Because Caroline was literally for you, like like two episodes ago, helping you through your first transition was risking her life for you and you can't open up a stupid latch to let her out? Can't you see that she's in pain? See, the thing is, I think with Tyler right now, he's trying to figure out where his loyalties are. Like, is but he loyal to... it's clear right. that Caroline is there for him. I know. So... I know. Like, if someone is out there, like, just, like, just doing... Like, why would Caroline help him out? If it was not to like like try to be there for him, like like that's what kills me. It's that Caroline like did this thing for him, did not tell him that she was risking her life. Afterwards, told him, and then he still like questions her loyalty. Like I get it, like she didn't tell you about your brother dying or whatever, but like maybe there's like a reason behind that. Like you don't don't just don't go like, Oh, you were there for me. You risked your life for me, but I can't like do this one thing for you. I don't, I just don't get that. Nah. Like here's the thing, right? If you're trying to choose your loyalties between two sides of, of a lot of people here at the very least, the god fucking pixel just got up on my desk and is stealing my gold <laughs> like at the very least you can do is repay the girl who helped save your life exactly you know? exactly like that is the very least you can do That's if like you're the tyler bare Lockwood, minimum. you can yeah. let her out of that cage and mm-hmm. the fact that tyler hesitates hurts it really does it does so outside there is a dog whistle Courtesy of Dr. Martin, that stops all the fighting because well, Great Brand Terminator is about to kill Damon, whereas Jules has Stefan at like gunpoint or what the no, fuck not ever. Stefan at gunpoint. She has Caroline at gunpoint. Oh, oh yeah, right. she's about yeah. to kill Caroline. And and Tyler's just standing there doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> again. Like, uh... And so the dog whistle happens, courtesy of dr martin elijah's deal coming through actually pretty fucking clutch here yeah good for him good for elijah keeping his word as he does yes always and keeping God. his word never like Love misleading anyone and it's wearing fun. a damn good suit doing mm-hmm. it and he does so uh dr martin does like a dog whistle that gets all of the dogs out of the way so uh, the vampires <laughs> and Caroline and Tyler can escape. I just call it a dog whistle and them dogs. I'm sorry, werewolves. It's, it's funny. Just, it's so much easier because I also can't say the word wolf right, apparently. So <laughs> I just oh. say dogs to avoid getting made fun of. Pixel is going to jump back onto my desk again. I can see her hyping herself up. <laughs> Doing the butt wiggle. Honestly, yeah. She's on my <gasps> Amazing. Great content. Love that for us. (laughs) Love that great audio content of my cat attempting to jump onto my desk. (laughs) Okay. Um, So let's see here. Okay. Why did that? Okay, sorry. Um, So they all escape. Caroline uh, gets escorted home by Stefan. 
Uh, and I will oh. say, Steriline writes here. Yeah, Steriline writes. 100%. He says that, like, you don't have to pretend with me. And that's my heart. So good. So good. She's like, there, yeah, but I, I'm okay. There's going to be a lot of scenes, I think, not really coming up, but, like, over the course of Vampire Diaries history, at Ste- at Caroline's house, and it always involves her and Stefan. Like, there's a lot <laughs> good like i i love and especially that. on the porch there's a few especially on the porch so <sighs> love, love that for me. us i know and it's just like it's really nice because i also love this because caroline says like i'm a big girl i can handle myself and stefan's like damn straight you can <laughs> stefan is just he's a feminist icon he respects women drinking that he respect respects women juice but also I'll just like, turn on- off my fucking monitor jesus christ <laughs> 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 Stefan Salvatore respects National Lesbian Day. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, just like the moments between Stefan and Caroline, man, they just really hit home because, like, they're just they very, like, sweet and, like, genuine, you know? There's no they like. Are. They're such good, genuine moments. There's no, like, ulterior motive behind it or. There's no, like, I feel like what really makes it great is I don't know necessarily if the writers are intentionally writing them this way, as in, like, in a romantic way. Like, it feels very, like, like, uh, like, strong, protective vibes, even in, like, a friendship way, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that's, like, perfect good, like- for, like, the ramp to an eventual romance, you know? Ah, uh, too yeah. bad that'll never happen. <laughs> Too bad we don't get eight fucking seasons of the show to figure it out. So, I know. At the Salvatore house, John uh, comes over and he tells Damon how to kill an original. Bum, bum, bum. You got to use the ash from a white oak tree that was from the time that they were the originals were created and a stake, like a fancy dagger knife thing. Uh, yeah, a silver dagger. Silver Dagger. It mm-hmm. is so fucking dramatic. <laughs> it really is. It, it is a very important mouse tool that will come up later. Believe me. A lot. A lot. Like, hell yeah. Pixel, do you hell want to yeah. be on the podcast or not? <laughs> yes. Where, where are her notes? <laughs> Make up your mind. She probably hates the werewolves. Let's be real here. Yeah. She probably does, honestly. She's like, valid. Honestly, a little valid, you know? Because the werewolves right now kind of just fucking shitty. They kind of suck a lot. They're just there for right now. So we go back to Caroline's house and uh, Caroline's lying to Matt and that fucking hurts. Yeah. She says that she's with Bonnie, but Bonnie is with Jeremy at the Mystic Grill. The way this hurts my heart. And it's like, Matt was like so ready to give Caroline another chance. Like he was like, you know what? I miss you. Let's do this. Let's get back together. He looks over and he's like, shit, she's lying to me. And like, it hurts on so many levels, not only on Matt's end, but also like Caroline's end, because you know that like, she was looking forward to like talking to Matt and like, 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 honestly, I, in my head, I was like, maybe this will be like, this is like another reason in Caroline's head of why she should just not be with Matt, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, just, like, driving that home even further. 
And mm-hmm. to, I did not even think she was going to even want to talk to him afterwards. I thought she was going to just be like, oh, and I, I don't want to talk to you anymore about this because, like, of what she just went through and how, like, she doesn't want to get Matt involved in that. So, like, it just hurts on so many levels. It Caroline does. Ford's protecting the men that she loves. <sighs> yeah. But when does Caroline Forbes get to protect Caroline Forbes? I know. I know. You know? Um, um check back in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check back. Uh Tyler comes to Caroline's house Ugh. and uh she snatches his wig she reads him to fucking filth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's like i get that mm-hmm. you were confused about where your loyalties lie and whatever but you help your friend that's what you do exactly and she is so angry and, and she she's has right. every she's right, right to be she's correct she is so correct she does <sighs> like <laughs> jordan and i just take a deep, take a deep breath <laughs> <laughs> taking a deep one here uh <laughs> God, and that just oh. um, John finally uh doesn't call himself Elena's dad. He's like letting her have her parents, which is what good. he should have fucking done all along. Also, is this the first time we're what? Sorry, what's up? Oh, I was gonna say, is this the first time we're hearing Elena's parents' names? Um, no. uh, I don't think so. Because I, I feel like so. I'm not. I feel like I haven't heard it I, before this time. I think they established. Hold on, I'll look it up. Um, I think they established it in the pilot when Elena was at the graveyard because <laughs> Elena at the graveyard, iconic. Elena graveyard. I think, I think wow, we heard easy. we heard Miranda before, but I don't know if we had heard Grayson. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it was more of the Grayson that that was like I was like, oh, that's his name. Yeah, it was in the pilot. They um, their names were on the grave. But I'm not paying but attention do we ever to fucking read? pilot. <laughs> like, I'm not reading anything. I, there was a full-on shot of their names on I'm the grave. I'm reading that it's and remembering it. If it's not audio, I'm not remembering it. <laughs> I I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I have ever heard, at least I think I've heard Miranda before. This is the first time I have ever heard the name Grayson. That's what threw me off. Because I was like, oh, that's his name? That's an interesting no, first name. <laughs> really? Cool I've heard name, the though. name Grayson before as a first name, yeah. I like the name Grayson's pretty cool though. I like I like I like I feel like it's not I mean I've heard it before, you know, there's like that famous singer, Grayson Chance, but like I was like I feel like when I think about you know how like when there are uh, uh, I can't speak. You know when there are adults and you're like they have like these really adult names. That's what I was expecting. But Grayson sounds like, mm-hmm. like a teenager. <laughs> yeah. you wanted him to be another white man named john or todd or some shit yeah and i was like oh yeah. his name is grayson that's different that's yeah uh, they also mentioned his name in um season one the episode bloodlines the one with um when elena and damon went on their um um on their road trip on their road I trip to, to visit that episode out of my mind so. to visit gina torres which is iconic <laughs> <laughs> anyways what were you saying yeah. to me earlier um, like, if you're a sperm donor to somebody and you have the fucking audacity to call yourself their father after not being there for 17 or 18 years of their life, don't. 
Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let them have their parents, and if they decide on their own right to call you dad, that's cool. But don't fucking give that title to yourself. Is that especially that is because you can give to yourself? Especially because I feel like the name dad is definitely more than just like a biological thing. It's like it's like who you grew it's like who you grew up with and the bonds you create with them and like Elena doesn't have any of that attachment to John. So like there's no God reason no. for him to call her her dad other than the fact that he's the reason she's alive, you know? So like it's just uh that it's just like uh that he like think yeah, th- that 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 gives him the right to call her his daughter. I think it's just like also Elena also grew up hating Uncle John. Yeah. So it's like all of a sudden he's her father. Like, great, that doesn't change shit. I still hate you. Exactly. Like like you have to put the work in in order to be called a dad. And he hasn't done any yeah. of that. So Fuck John Gilbert. Yes, exactly. Just fuck John Gilbert. Um, she, after John leaves, uh, she goes to Stefan. She's like, I don't believe him, Stefan. And as she shouldn't. Exactly. Nope. So we cut back to the trailer. It's dirty as shit in this fucking trailer. <laughs> Do people fucking live here? No. You know who lives here? Fucking dogs, apparently. <laughs> At least the vampires are fucking clean. Yeah, they're like, really like pristine. Got their like old, old ass mansions that are just like, you know. They hire housekeepers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. These fucking wolves do not apparently fucking clean doll. God, I hate it. So it's dirty as shit. Tyler mentions. Is this where Tyler mentions the moonstone? Yes. Tyler mentions the Moonstone, which is a secret mouse tool that we're going to use later. And by later, I mean immediately. The wolves now want to break the curse, too. Yes, because they didn't know that was, like, on the game plan. They were like, okay, well, we got a new werewolf, got to protect him from the vampires. Then they're like, wait a second, Moonstone? Doppelganger? Okay, let's do this shit. Let's go, baby! Uh, So... (laughs) We'll get to it at the more at the beginning of next episode, but uh-huh. these werewolves, the three fucking stooges, mm-hmm. absolute clowns. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> Brian, are you okay there? I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> the three stooges. That's great. I love it. They are. Uh, they really are. Then we cut back to Caroline's house. No. Oh. Where Stefan knocks on the door. You're like, what? Like, More sterilized? What? And proposes his love for her. Wait. <laughs> no. Are we not watching season six? No. <laughs> oh. Right now, you know what Stefan has done for her? The best He's thing. given her a sleepover. He's given her a girl's <laughs> night. Which is honestly so good. Because he's like, yeah, I know you don't need me right now, but maybe you need your girls. <laughs> Like I literally just was so happy. I was so happy. Yeah. Because this is such it a also, good moment. It also provided one of my favorite shots of Caroline, Elena, and Bonnie. Just them hugging and like just because mm. like I know. This they have such a rock solid friendship. Like this show it's sometimes great. is like like they don't really like showcase the friendships, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Especially between these three, like when they're all together at least so far you know so like 
when they're all together being really good friends i love it i get really happy and it's like oh it's all about the friendships and like like sure these relationships or whatever that are going on around them are like happening but also like look at these three bonding over like and just like trying to be there for one another i love it yeah and the song that was playing like under it i have that song on my itunes (laughs) i love that song it's good what song is it it's called Losing Your Memory. Oh, who the fuck is it by? Uh, Losing the Your Memory. Wait. <laughs> no, it is not The Fray. Wait. It is not The Fray. <laughs> Do you want to take any last minute guesses before? Um. Okay, wait. In order for me to guess, is it a male vocalist or a female vocalist? Male. Is it? Is it a band I would know, probably? I, I, I don't know. I, I've, ne- I've never heard of this person, but like I know this song. Gavin DeGraw? Uh, no. Who's it by? It's not. It's, kind of, it's by this guy called Ryan Starr. What yeah. a fucking name. <laughs> so we cut back to the Salvatore house. Again. Amazing. Damon's in the bathtub with Andy Starr from... Is her name actually Andy Starr? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, what a good news name. Yeah. Uh, I love her. So she he's in the bath with Andy Starr. Amazing. Great content. Thank you very much. Don't like it. I'm not a fan. fan. He says the line, I'm bad, Andy. I do things. I want to know what robot (laughs) they hired to write Damon's dialogue. Because I'm not sure I've ever heard a more clunky, dumb sentence. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm I mean, bad, I will Andy. admit. I do things. That's the actual line. I do things. Hey, what? Okay, here's what I'm going to say. This is one of the scenes that stick out to me as, like, Damon as a character, like, who he is. But now that you're saying that and, like, rewatching it, like, just, like, not even two hours ago, you're kind of right. <laughs> it's so fucking clunky. And then this show does what I hate the most. It's trying to make me feel bad for Damon who can't kill people for fun anymore i guess i don't care i like i don't care he's like wait like, no, can i just say he's like but damon he kill again there's a line where he says i kill people and but i don't want to stop because i like doing it and i was like okay serial killer much um am i supposed to feel bad that you can't do something you enjoy that harms other people like like <sighs> It's just so buck wild that the show is trying so hard. The narrative is trying so hard to make me feel bad for Damon, who now the only thing he should be feeling bad about is the fact that he can't kill people for fun anymore if he wants friends. Like, Which, that's just part of the fucking deal, man. That's how life works. That's and how like, this fucking I think, works. I think the, the way that they're trying to frame it, it's like, he's like, oh, I don't want to change, but like, Elena wants me to change. Like, okay. What did you expect? I expected a lot of content. Like, like I, I don't care that you can't kill anybody anymore. Especially the, and then the worst part about it, it's like not even like a motivation of like, like something inside of himself that's saying, oh, maybe this is bad. Maybe I should stop doing it. It's all because of a woman. He's like, I need to change for this specific woman. So if Elena did not exist. 
he would not he would never see the error of his ways and he would just continue killing people for fun how am i supposed to feel bad for that type of person fair it's fair like i said the show is embarking on the herculean task of trying to rehab damon salvatore's image they have hired him a pr manager they have hired him a publicist and they are trying their best and Anyway, then he bites Andy, and there's a whole blood sequence that's super unfucking necessary. It's so gross. It's and, so gross. It's so and gross. And will be so hard to clean up. I mean, Damon, think about the cleaning. Also, yeah, you're already in the bathtub. Like, do you want to get dirty again? Also, you're a vampire. Do you want to let that much blood go? I thought that was, like, your whole deal. Yeah, why was there so much blood dripping down her back? Why? Like. Visuals. I know, I, I mean, we know why, but also, visual, dude. The visual of him biting into her shoulder was not Sexy. fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, opened, the way he opened his mouth and then went for the bite, I was like, that's disgusting. Gross. I don't want to see that. I do. It's just Gross. Gross. <laughs> it's just vampirism is gross. True. So let's last thing in this episode, we cut back to the tomb where Catherine is just chilling. Somebody give this bitch a board game or some shit. Give her a give book. Her solitaire. Give her a deck <laughs> of cards. No, wait, Elena did give her a book about her family history. I mean, that's not traumatic enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, give her a fucking deck of playing cards already, or something. I swear to God. Um, but then she talks to John. She outside. John appears, and he's like, "I'm already on it to get you out of this tomb." Shut the fuck up, John. You're one dude. You would need an original to compel her out of there. Like, but also, hey, John. But also, why is up. he helping her? Didn't she oh, like, try to kill you? Yes, she cut off his hand successfully. I mean, we all have issues. <laughs> Don't we all? That's just the root of all things here, huh? So, yeah. Let's Let's speed through this next episode. Yeah. This one's easy to speed through. This one is cuz this is episode 14, Crying Wolf. Uh, where Stefan and Elena attempt a romantic weekend getaway, not realizing that they've been followed, and Damon attends a tea at the Historical Society. Can I just Love say, it. Damon quick, spells the tea. <laughs> real quick, before we get into this episode, do you guys remember season one, where Stefan and Elena were like, you know, I just want to act normal for a day. So, like, let's, let's ignore all the stuff that's going on around us and act like we're normal people for a day. This is... For me, at least, this is the exact same plot. Um, and every every single time they do this, I'm just like, are y'all dumb? Yeah. Are y'all dumb? You cannot ignore the things that are going on around you just because you want to have a romantic getaway. Realize that situation that you're in. Realize the fact that your boyfriend's a vampire and that shit's going down. And realize that you're just not going to have enough of those nice moments. And sorry, but that's what you signed up for when you started this relationship. 
At least though, like that soapbox. Okay, <laughs> I was like, "How's least... the soapbox up there?" <laughs> at least this time, they've just taken themselves out of Mystic Falls. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Fuck it, we're out of here. Fuck Mystic Falls. <laughs> Y'all can suffer back there. We're gonna go. Yeah, which good. Yeah. Uh, so. In this episode, first thing we get to is the trailer. The wolves are burning the bodies, which is not a real good send-off for a wolf funeral. And we meet a wolf named Stevie, who knows about the Moonstone. He knows about Catherine. He calls her Kathy. And the wolves know about the curse now. They know about the race to break the curse, and they are in this motherfucker. So, they are now the crack team of werewolf Avengers that we talked about earlier. Love that for them. Stevie, by the way, is so fucking lanky. Mm-hmm. What a fun werewolf yeah. body type that we never see again. Mm. Like, werewolves are always so fucking buff. They're just so buff and cool. Yeah. Which I get. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Stevie's yeah. just such a lanky little weird motherfucker. <laughs> we love him for it. <laughs> he just accidentally killed someone and he's like, oh shit, I'm a werewolf. I know. Like, could you imagine? Ugh, I love him. So. Me too. I hope he survives. I hope he does too. Back at the Salvatore house, Andy Starr is leaving for the day. Damon has her super fucking compelled, which is, ugh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I'm so sorry we're going through this plot again because we didn't get enough of it the first time and we didn't hate it enough then. So now I guess I gotta hate it now. They're like, did you like this this plot? No. We recycled it. (laughs) Hope you enjoy it. Do you like it now? With a different- they just like hand us they're like a little kid who hands us their drawing and we're just like we've seen this one already and then they add like a little mustache and a top hat and they're like oh this is an entirely new drawing <laughs> yep 100 percent. so Except this one's a news reporter exactly uh and so andy's uh andy's there um alaric shows up to the fucking tea party or something. They're gonna go to the tea party. Damon's gonna go to the tea party and he's gonna kill Elijah. Or he's not gonna try and kill Elijah. He's gonna try and learn about Elijah and Elijah's endgame before he ultimately kills Elijah. Mm-hmm. I mean, smart, right? Obviously. <laughs> you can imagine how well this is gonna go. So we cut to it's the Mystic Grill well. where Bonnie reveals that her scheme here is that she's gonna basically cast the zone of truth up in this bitch she's gonna make luca tell him tell her why the fuck they're helping elijah um i love how they introduce this plot line they're just sitting and then caroline's like oh what are you up to and then bonnie's like oh well i'm gonna just do this thing with this luca guy so that uh he tells the truth i just love the way that they thought it's so (laughs) they had no way to intro this scene they were like uh they're sitting at the mystic grill uh bonnie reveals her plan to which roofie this dude uh caroline's on board (laughs) i love it i mean caroline's always down for a good interrogation yeah she's always down to help with whatever that's whatever they need that's 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 really true it is we cut back to the trailer where uh Stevie and Brady, Walmart Avenger, or Walmart Terminator, sorry. I'm getting my bad nicknames confused. That's okay. Uh, Walmart Terminator and Stevie are explaining the curse. Uh, and they're like, well, if the vampires break the curse, then we stay the were- the way we are. Which Stevie refers to it as werewolf Armageddon. Which, that's not correct, Stevie. <laughs> no. That's just the way things are. Yeah. Armageddon yeah. would be if things got much, much worse. Yeah. That's just the way things are, dude. And they've been that way forever. 
fucking Stevie. Um, but then <laughs> they're like, well, if we break the curse, then we can turn whenever we want or we don't have to turn at all. And that's what gets Tyler on board. He just does not want to turn. Jules is like, yep. you want to get manipulated? I got something for you. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. She opens up her trench coat. Hey, kid. I got some nice, uh, got some nice no werewolf turning here. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I'm down. He's like, I don't usually do drugs, but uh, fuck me up. So <laughs> <laughs> we come back to the Mystic Grill um, where Matt, Caroline tries to talk to Matt and he's like, no, fuck you, which fine. She deserves that. That one. Oh wait, doesn't Tyler stupidly reveal that Elena's the doppelganger? Yes, yeah. he does at that point. He he's like <laughs> I forgot about that. Show me a picture of, of uh Kathy. And he's like, Here, do you know who this is? And he's like, That's Elena Gilbert. I've known her since we were kids. And they're like, I right, let's go beg us a doppelganger then. <laughs> Mike, honestly. I love how Tyler, he do- Tyler how doesn't question anything. He's like he doesn't. Oh. He's like he's like oh we need Elena like what do we, he doesn't say what do we need Elena for or why are we kidnapping her why don't no. we just like ask her to like help us out no <laughs> no no let's just kidnap oh, her. oh no That's because she's like option. with the where she's with the vampires so so like automatically bad let's kidnap her for some reason even though I've been friends with her since I was a child one hundred percent. You know how last episode they said the line, we gotta stop Tyler from doing something stupid? Yeah. <laughs> he already did it. Yeah. Here it is again, folks. Here it is <laughs> again. So, uh, at the Mystic Grill, though, Matt raises his voice at Caroline, which, don't you fucking raise your voice at her, boy. Uh, mm-hmm. And Caroline then, she's like, turns around, she's like, actually, fuck this. And then she runs into Tyler. And she, like, runs into Tyler. And... Um, she spills her purse. Tyler jacks her phone. Yeah. Really? I mean, smart move. So. Oh, and then that phone. Don't we also have Tyler then going up to, is Matt, does that happen now or later? No, that happens later. Okay. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Disregard. I got this. Don't worry. I took better notes. I have a whole, literally I have every scene listed out. Um. So, Tyler uses Caroline's phone to find out where Elena is. And Elena says, like, oh, no, me and Stefan are going up to the lake house for a few days. Like, are you good? And he's like, yeah, sure, perfectly fine. So, there's that. Just know that the werewolves know where Stefan and Elena are. So, Stefan and Elena arrive at the lake house. And they're going to be cute, cute. Yeah, they are. Elena processes some trauma. She's working her way through it, mm-hmm. as she should, in a healthy manner. Love that yep. for her. And she has a little goof. Uh, she goofs a little with Stefan. This is one of the first jokes of hers I've actually laughed at. <laughs> um, where I love it. She pretends that she can't let Stefan into the house. <laughs> and she can. So I just, such a good little goof. There's actually a fun little fact about this scene. When they were shooting it, Paul apparently like hurt himself or something. So when he, when he had to pick up Elena and carry her into the house, it was actually Paul's stunt double that Nina was kissing. (laughs) Cause Paul hurt his leg or something like that. 
Yeah, or something like that. And I'm, and it's funny because that's all that I see now when I watch that scene because I'm just looking and I'm like, I know you're not Paul. I know you're not Paul. <laughs> that's funny. And it's, but honestly, I do love Alana being like that. She's like, oh, sorry, no romantic weekend. Bye, Stefan. <laughs> I know, it's one of the first goofs of Elena's and I'm like, oh, you, you got jokes, huh, sweetheart? You got jokes. <laughs> But also uh, when, so we when, when they Sorry. when um Tyler when it's revealed that like Tyler I mean not revealed but like when you know that Tyler is like going to, Tyler and the werewolf people are gonna try to go kidnap Elena and then you're just then it's clicking in my head oh they're also up in a cabin and I was like this gonna turn into a horror movie huh oh yes it does and yes it will huh. uh mm-hmm. so we cut to. Uh, fucking afternoon tea where Damon and Elijah finally meet. They have the most intense eye contact. Does nobody else notice in the room there, like, notice that they have the most intense eye contact? Like, can y'all tone it down a little bit? They're used to it with Damon at this point, probably. Yeah, they're like, this is Damon. He stares at everybody for, like, a creepy amount of time. Just ignore it a little bit. He's mostly harmless. (laughs) Uh, but he's not. He's a fucking sociopath. So we cut from afternoon tea to the Mystic Grill. Luca's playing pool. Bonnie's charming the shit out of him. And Jeremy's just there for Aww. moral support. Uh, Caroline clocks Bonnie and Jeremy fucking immediately. Yeah. Love that for her. She's oh, great yeah. at that. Caroline like like saw how Jeremy was talking about her and she was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two plus two equals yes. See, this is, this is like another great thing about Caroline. Not only is she a great friend, but she also picks up on like feelings and emotions really quickly. Mm-hmm. And like that's something she you just it. like you just like want in a person, you know? Like she gets people, you know? Maybe Caroline Forbes is the perfect woman. Yeah. Maybe she's just the perfect person. Yeah. Maybe. She really is. So, uh, Bonnie, like, witch roofies Luca. Love that for her. And Jeremy's like, what kind of witch roofie was that? And Bonnie just responds with, like, a little smirk. She's like, a strong one. Love that. Queen. Queen. So powerful. She just straight up knocked a dude out. Yeah. It's so so funny, too, because, you know, um, Luca comes from, like, a, a long line of, like, witches and, like, has his own knowledge. And then here's Bonnie with, like, like just like her limited knowledge from what her her grams told her, and then what she what's in her grimoire, and she's like, "Here's some. I don't know how you didn't detect this, but here's some like some drink, and take it, and then <laughs> pass out." I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling Bonnie grabbed whatever she's like she found could knock out someone, and she was like, "Let's just put it all in and see what happens." <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna just mix this together, put in a little sugar, put some coffee to cover up the taste, and you're good to go. Perfect. Love that for her. So, <laughs> a little own DIY wish. Exactly. <laughs> Bonnie's out here. She's like, she's using like a, <laughs> a puzzle pieces to like put together spells. She's like, how the fuck would I, if I mask it all with coffee, do you think that'll mask the taste? Like, I don't know. And she can't even test it out herself because <laughs> exactly. No. Exactly. So she's like, well, hope this fucking works. Hey, Luca. And it does. So She's like, hopefully this potion will work or otherwise you're just going to be dead. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go, folks. Uh, so back at the lake house, Elena has a deep moment out on the docks with Stefan. It's cute. It's I just it. so cute. They have a lot of cute scenes this it's episode. A moment. They Me do too. have a lot of cute scenes. 
Soon enough, though, it's that cute funny. moment is over. They cut back to yeah. they cut back to T, where uh, Alaric tells John, "You're a dick," which is correct mm-hmm. because John's a fucking Amazing. dick. Iconic. Never Amazing. been done before. Show us back. No one has ever called John Gilbert a dick before. <laughs> and then Elijah and Damon go into an office to have a little chat, and Elijah just fucking slams Damon into the wall. And then Damon tries to, like, squabble and, like, choke out Elijah. And he just, like, breaks Damon's wrist. He's like, uh, young vampire, so arrogant. How dare you come in here to challenge me? Damon is always fighting people. He has no business fighting because he thinks somehow he has, like, some inner power that's better than them. But Damon, I'm here to tell you, you don't. You suck. You suck. No, <laughs> Elijah <laughs> is so badass. And he can do it all in a suit. Damon, you need like a leather jacket to exactly, do it. Exactly. Like, like, calm down. Calm down. Hey, do you think... I think Damon thinks he's like an anime protagonist. Because he's so bad at everything else. But he's like, I have the power of friendship and leather jackets on my side. And I'll, with that, I'll overcome anything. Newsflash, dick nuts, you can't. <laughs> So Elijah's like, you can't fucking step to me. I'm, I'm an original. Get the fuck out of here. As he should. And uh, he kind of stabs Damon in the neck, and then he just leaves. Love that for him. Normal. From there, we cut back to the lake house. <laughs> These two episodes very cut heavy. Yeah. Very swapping all the time like i get i get i get that they just kind of want to break up the monotony because like not a lot of movements going around but the cutting is like it's a lot boom 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 boom. it's not even fast though we're going through it pretty fast but in real time it was not that fast no uh, so Wait, they have a they have a cute little romantic weekend uh stefan's cooking elena's just sitting there and just like being cute uh, that is couple goals right there for me. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Like I, I want them to cook for me. I, just, I can cook. No, I will just sit there and watch. They have some kissing. Uh, Elena finds stuff in a jacket that belonged to her dead great grandfather. Some weird shit like that, and she thinks he looks hot, which is also a weird kink that we're just not going to go Very into right weird. now. <laughs> so they find and they stumble upon yeah. a secret room full of vampire killing tools. What? <sighs> Love that for Elena's us parents hunted vampires are we shocked no no yes. oh <laughs> not because because john alluded to that when he was in town the first time when he had all of his fingers and toes naturally mm-hmm. and not through the miracle of modern science so <laughs> that sucks Cut to Caroline's house, where basically they're doing hypnosis, but cooler. They're putting this motherfucker in a trance state to try and get answers from him. Good way to get answers from people. I wish they would do this more often. Yeah. Honestly, though, yeah. And then, and then there's a um, Bonnie's like, "Here, take these candles and like set them up." And then Caroline's like, "I'll go get, I'll go get some matches to light them up." And Bonnie's like, "No need." N- n- no need for that and then just lights them up with her mind and then carol's like caroline's like that's pretty hot and then i was like by rights you know <laughs> caroline forbes said by rights yeah she did uh so did bonnie bennett at multiple times during this fucking series yeah 
It's one of my favorite things that we know ne- that never happens. It's one of my favorite things that never happens. Yeah. Um, only also, question. Question. Mm-hmm. Bonnie yes. says that she's drawing power from the fire. That's what she does. Uh-huh. That's how she does a lot. But if mm-hmm. she started the fire, is that just like a snake eating its own tail? Um, I don't know. I also do not know. I feel like I, I don't know. That's actually, well, that's honestly a really good question. But I think it's like Bonnie used the elements to produce the fire and then like the fire is producing constant energy. So maybe mm. nature magic's weird. Who fucking knows how magic works in this world? Not us nope. and not the fucking writers. <laughs> so. Nope. That Bonnie Bennett flex tape coming in. <laughs> coming in hot. But also, uh, there's so- like, the, also the candle lights, they, they like, the flames kind of go like really high up. And I'm like, how do they get that there to do that? I've never seen that before. It's very. Gasoline. <laughs> yes. And also special effects yeah most likely they have a guy behind the scenes with like a big thing of gasoline it's just like <laughs> you just drop it down really carefully from the ceiling just yeah. a little bit <laughs> it's a very dangerous job he gets he gets double like hazard pay for it he 100%. has no eyebrows but he does have money now so <laughs> so we cut to the salvatore house where alaric and damon are drinking buddies which is still kind of weird to me yeah uh, i love it though yeah but it still doesn't it doesn't make much. I don't know. It doesn't make sense considering their past. It doesn't make sense right now. It. I still like the dynamic they have because Alaric really kind of calls Damon out on a lot of the true bullshit that he's doing, which is a lot of things. So Alaric would get very tired very quickly. Uh, so that's why Alaric drinks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Alaric goes to leave, and then he gets shot. Well, bye, Alaric. Okay, goodbye. You had a Wait. nice run here, Matt Davis. <laughs> Does he get I'm happy shot? to say we're finally rid of you. Yeah, I he thought gets, he got he stabbed. Gets yes, it's, it's like it's like a bolt that comes out of something, I think is what it is. It looks like a crossbow bolt kind of okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so so good that we're free of Matt Damon's racist ass already. God, I wish. <laughs> Matt Damon? Matt Damon? Matt Damon? No, Matt Davis is racist <laughs> ass. God, get out of here. Um... At Matt Davis, not at you, Brian. You can stay. Oh, okay. Um, so then pops in Stevie, who Yay! jumps on Damon's back like a fucking weird spider monkey, and loses like pushes in a whole like syringe of like vervain, I think, to make him pass out. Yeah, um, he does mention that it does. He was a strong one because it took the whole syringe. So hey, guys, that vervain thing kind of working. Yeah, but also. Uh, hate that it's working so much i know it's their rocky montage it's fine should they be able to do this absolutely not but still so after that uh we cut to the trailer where off-brand terminator is so not scary he's just so not scary in a scary way yeah does that make sense yeah that kind of does make sense like, he has serial killer eyes, but such a soft voice that you're like, oh. Really? Okay. I thought his voice was kind of, at least, I don't know. Like when It we doesn't were, match his face. When we were first introduced to him as a character, he kind of had like a Batman gravelly voice. 
That's just Stephen Amell. <laughs> he was practicing for being um, Oliver Queen. Exactly. Because Arrow started like right after this. Yeah. In like 2012. <laughs> so he was just practicing. I was I was just like, wow, Stephen Amell, he's been doing that for a while, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he has. Hey, you know how typecasting is uh, a thing for guys who look like superheroes? Yeah. <laughs> so cut back to the Gilbert house where... Jesus Christ, John Gilbert needs to shut the fuck up. He's like, I knew you were lenient with the kids, but I never knew you were negligent. John, uh, shut the fuck up. up. You were not here. I think by definition, you were the negligent one. Yeah, you could have easily been like taken over and like been the guardian for Elena and Jeremy and set all those rules. But guess what? Jenna's the one that stepped up and Jenna is still the one going to college and earning a degree and having a life. So shut up, John Gilbert. Okay. God, fuck you, John Gilbert. Um, John Gilbert really just brings out the hate in all of us. He really does. He really does. I've never heard Brian be that angry. Exactly. I am. No, I like, hate I'm, John Gilbert. I'm a naturally angry will- person, so I will yell a lot. But hearing Brian yell, ooh, mm-hmm. you really done I fucked up. I love Jenna, and I will defend her. People are like, she's such a weak character. I was like, shut up, Jenna Somers is the best. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, okay. She's going to live all eight seasons. God, in my heart, she will. So we cut back to okay. Salvatore House, where uh, Damon's tied up in like a weird chair with like a weird Final Destination-ass torture device on him. And Alaric's dead on the ground in front of him. Thankfully, Alaric still has the supernatural ring, so he's going to come back eventually. Uh, the only question is, when? When there's no more danger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or he came back, and he was just like, actually, I'm just going to keep acting dead for a while. <laughs> if I'm being there's honest, I thought that was happening for a second. Honestly, yeah, I thought his eyes were like moving, and I'm like, oh, is he just going to chill and just wait? I'm okay with that. So, yeah, uh, Stevie's kind of a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he mentions that he once saw like a torture porn flick. Yeah, which, that hey, Vampire I Diaries. Like, I was like, um, excuse me. Do you uh, not know that that's a movie genre? Yeah. No, not that I didn't know it was a movie genre. I was just like, oh. <laughs> I was just like, it's. I was like, didn't know that that would be set on the Vampire yeah. Diaries. Same. I think at this point, Vampire Diaries, I think you're the torture porn flick. <laughs> yeah, they are. I think they are now. So, anyway, uh, fucking Stevie like has this weird collar with wooden stakes where if he pulls on the chains, it like digs into Damon's neck. Fucking weirdo, dude. Anyway, cut back to... but a cool-ass weapon. Cool-ass weapon, but still fucking weird. We cut back to Caroline's house, where apparently everyone wants to kill Klaus. Love that for us. I love that we can all have this united front. I'm sure it's going to go very well. I'm sure we're definitely going to get the big guy. Hoorah, go team. Luca's sister is apparently under the control of Klaus right now. Trying to break the Sun and the Moon curse without the doppelganger. Because who knew doppelgangers real fucking hard to come by. Yeah, and I think it has to be specifically a Petrova doppelganger. I think something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's how many fucking doppelgangers are there? There can't be that many. Uh, there can't be that many lines of them, you know. No, there cannot. So, uh, 
they're going to kill Klaus after the sacrifice. After. After. Uh-oh. Which means Elena's going to have to die. And then at that point, you're like, if Elena still has to die, what even is the point? Yeah. But I think the one thing is that stuck out to me in this, because I, I haven't really watched this in like forever. But the one thing that kind of stuck out to me was, why do they have to kill Klaus after the sacrifice? Like, what is so important about killing Klaus after the sacrifice that makes him vulnerable that will make him enough to be killed? Yeah. This is about breaking the curse for like all vampires and like mm-hmm. all werewolves. What does that have to do with Klaus? So why well, is Klaus going to be vulnerable? Is it is mm-hmm. it going to make all the vampires vulnerable? And so it's just the witches planning their power move after that, maybe? Or yeah. well, is there something mm-hmm. specific about Klaus that's going to make him weak after the sacrifice? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess we're going to find out in... We'll find out in like five episodes. Five, six episodes? Yeah, we'll find out soon and who... We're going to get there in uh, eight episodes, I think. Yeah. But it's just interesting to me that none of the characters thought to ask that. They're like, wait, why is Klaus going to be vulnerable? Yeah, that's fun. That's what we call a secret mouse tool that we're going to use for later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember like three episodes ago when we were like, hey, we should rename that. And now we're like, actually, fuck it. This is a mouse tool. We're going to get sued. We're protected under creative commons. Creative commons. Fuck all y'all. We can mention it in passing as a reference. Fuck all y'all. I know the law for this one specific thing. Good for you. So, at the lake house, uh, Walmart brand Terminator has upgraded to a silenced pistol with wooden bullets. Great. He shoots Stefan in the heart. Not great. So, <laughs> this is one the Tyler turns into a, a horror movie. We're in the process of turning into a classic This is um, yes, horror movie. It is so, just so horror movie-esque, and it's so good. So, um, fucking Brady, off-brand Terminator, Stephen Amell. We're gonna call him Stephen. Stephen goes to the house, uh, and basically leaves Tyler to look after Stefan. And Tyler learns that, uh, or Stefan tells him that in order to break the curse, that Elena needs to die. Tyler did not know that before this. He was just kind of going along with the werewolves. Yeah. So, uh, that's the secret mask tool that Tyler's going to use later. We cut back to inside the house, where Elena's realizing that Stefan's been gone for a while, and she's like, what, are you growing the trees out there? <laughs> Which is such a white person-ass thing to say. <laughs> I just gotta say... <laughs> I feel like my mom has said that a few times. We do a reverse shot. So we can see the front door. We can see Elena inside the house. We can also see Terminator off to the right. Waiting for her to come outside. So Elena thankfully has the good sense to grab a knife. Thank you so much, Elena. (laughs) So she walks out of the house. And this is such a good horror movie sequence, by the way. Mm -hmm. She walks out of the house. And gets grabbed by Terminator. And she stabs him in the fucking stomach. Mm-hmm. Queen. Love that for her. Do you want to know what meme this reminded me of? What meme? <laughs> Do you know that meme where it's like, after getting stabbed in the stomach, hey, thanks for the free knife. No. Do you know that oh one? My God. Because 
No. Terminator takes the knife out of his stomach and then begins using it. So, <laughs> hey, Elena, thanks for giving that guy a free knife. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, so he walks the entire time like a serial killer he walks like michael myers in halloween Uh is honestly the way i can describe it the best because it is that slow plodding walk yeah um he he steps into the doorway and he stands there silhouetted like a fucking serial killer and he yells out i can smell you which is fucking weird fucking wild elena just hasn't showered in a few days okay guys god don't be fucking mean okay she just hasn't showered don't be so fucking rude (laughs) god bless you i was in cough but thank you you're welcome (laughs) so she actually does the smart thing she takes her sweater off lays it on the bed of a bedroom and then goes to hide elsewhere elena you're so smart she is so smart in hiding from supernatural creatures now which i know is a skill set you don't want to have but damn handy you know she's gotten kidnapped like what two three times three times (laughs) i think we're over three no we are we we, no we're not we counted we're at three as of oh, really? as of masquerade, oh. remember we counted. It's the Elena kidnap counter. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. Mm-hmm. Go, good Elena. Good. So, like she's like this I time. Know. I don't actually want to get kidnapped. So <laughs> this time, let's not. <laughs> so she, uh... also the sequence. By the way, this is one of the only sequences that they don't cut in the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they let the sequence True. play in full. So she runs upstairs. Uh, drops her sweater in one room, hides in the other. When he goes in to get the sweater, she goes down, she runs down the stairs. Eventually, I think she can hear him kind of rustling around up there, so she slams the front door and then books it to the back of the house to her parents' room, where she found the, where earlier they found the secret vampire killing room. And she goes in there, and then, I guess, donates another weapon to Terminator by stabbing him again. <laughs> Thank you for donating so Terminator's weapon. Youth weapon fund. But she does take Love the knife from him. She does take the knife back. So she actually switches out. She's like, hey, do you want this? And I'll take that. Thank you. Um she runs out the front door and Terminator's following her. And then Stefan pulls out his fucking heart. Just like immediately. Yeah. No cap, no filler, just pulls out his fucking That's heart. It. Real quick horror movie complete perfect love it you what killed michael myers what are we rating this horror movie this this imaginary um, horror movie 10 out of 10 i 10 out of 10, i gave 100%. it a 7 out of 10 you only gave it a <gasps> 7 out of 10? here's why in comparison oh, to like the other like horror movie scenes throughout the show so far this is the one that's li- li- left me the less scared the least scared um, okay, that's fair. It's like good horror movie execution, but like not great like suspense thriller wise for me, which is what I'm really looking for in a horror movie scene. Okay, fair. So fair. that's why I gave it a seven out of ten. Fair. Very good, ten out of ten horror movie execution, but seven out of ten like suspense, good feeling. It's just such to me such like a heavy homage to like Michael Myers yeah, or yeah, yeah, Freddy yeah. or Jason, like yeah. It's real good. But like, yeah, the Terminator Terminator here is a much 
is a much more known quantity than the other horror movie scenes where it was Rose going berserk and then Mm -hmm. like Bonnie getting possessed or whatever. Those were much more unknown quantities versus Terminator, who is a known quantity here. Yeah. Uh, So, um, Stefan rips out his fucking heart immediately. uh, And Tyler is just like, Elena, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And she forgives him immediately because that's exactly she's what Elena a good person. Do. That's exactly that's- Elena is a great that's person, and we don't do not deserve her. Sometimes I don't like Elena. This is one of those times I really do like Elena. This was a good one. Uh, don't worry, I always love Elena. <laughs> I know you do. You always make up for us. Hey. Um, so <laughs> then we cut back to the Salvatore house, where. Yay! Uh, they're torturing Damon to try and get the location of the Moonstone. And who should walk in but Elijah? <gasps> da, da, da. Uh-oh. <laughs> and... Hey, that's my line. <laughs> and... Hold on, hold on. Da, da, da. Okay, there we go. Okay, perfect. There we go. We got it in, in stereo there. Uh, You're guess, welcome. Guess what Elijah has in his hands? Hmm. A cookie. Nope. Oh, Jordan, I guess. Um, um, an airplane, uh, like a little paper airplane. <laughs> oh nope! <laughs> Although that would be just fun. A whole ass airplane. <laughs> no, like, just a it. whole airplane. He's just gonna it's, yeet it into the werewolves. No, it's he Southwest. Has- <laughs> Elijah's not a budget bitch. He's not a Southwest motherfucker. Spirit. <laughs> um. You know what he does have in his hands? What? The moonstone. Oh. And he just says, if you want it, come and get it, bitches. And he puts it down. So the werewolves, stupidly, go and try and get it. And they get their asses kicked. Wait, do they always have super speed? Am I forgetting that that's a power that they had? Or did they just introduce that right now? I think they just introduced it right now for the the wolves. (laughs) Yeah. Earlier, they did not have super speed. Not when they were doing the the fight sequence. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Brian, correct me if I'm I, wrong here. Do the werewolves actually genuinely have super speed? Only on the full moon. What's the day of full moon? Then <laughs> that was no, it wasn't. <laughs> so they just have. You know why they have. You know why they have super speed for this one moment plot device yeah <laughs> they have yeah. Used, basically uh so elijah fucking murders all of these werewolves jules yeets her ass out of there <laughs> wait why did that remind oh. me of <laughs> the rose episode where she just leaves she just herself out just like oh i don't She's like actually bye <laughs> yeah uh. yeah jules was just like i'm done with this goodbye so, Jules leaves. All the werewolves are dead, except for little Stevie. And Elijah walks over Aww. to him. And he calls Stevie... Spare him. He calls Stevie sweetheart. Which is Aww. weird. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing with that weird nickname there, but that's, that's whatever. Um, but Stevie stands up. Elijah's like, mm-hmm. here, stand up, brush yourself off a little bit. And then he punches Stevie so hard he breaks his neck. 
Wait, he dies? God damn it. Yeah. yeah. He punches him across the face and the neck smack the neck crack is audible. Imagine like being that strong. I will I will say though, like that is iconic because I didn't notice that the first time I watched the show. So watching it this time, I watched it, I was like, oh shit. Same energy as as Elijah punching someone's head off. Exactly. Why does Elijah have this weird obsession with like punching or judo chopping people's heads so hard that they die? Is it just because it looks cool? It's because he wants to be dramatic. Honestly, valid. Yeah. So, hey, after all this, Alaric wakes up, which is fun. (laughs) It's so funny that he just wakes up and he's like, he's everything. He just like looks and there's like bloodied carpets around and dead werewolves. And he's just like, uh, hey, (laughs) how you doing? (laughs) Like, what did I miss? So, have you been having fun while I've been gone? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, he calls to apologize to Jenna. um, And they are such a doomed couple, but I love them so much. Mm -hmm. Because John got in Jenna's head earlier about Alaric lying to her. And now you can tell that she's, like, suspicious and doesn't like it. Uh, So... Mm. so dude but i love them so much so let me go back to the lake house where now everybody has discovered everybody has the knowledge now that elena's gonna die in the sacrifice so they can kill klaus and elena knew because when she made her deal with elijah she was like he mentioned protecting everyone i love he did not mention protecting me i knew this going into it which God, I love that somebody finally pays attention to the fine print. Mm-hmm. Read in between the lines. Somebody, thank God, finally. Yeah. I just love that Elena was just like, if it comes between me and my friends, guess who's gonna die? Me! If I have to die so all of my friends can live, I... Because, yeah. like, what is a life worth living without your with all your friends dead, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So... Stefan and Elena have another argument where they both try calling each other martyrs, and they're both right. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the source of all of their arguments as a couple, and I, I, I get it. You know, yeah. I feel it. I also love how Stefan's yeah. like, "That's not, that's not a hero. That's just tragic." And I'm like, Stefan, have you never heard of a tragic hero before?" <laughs> hey, Stefan, you can be both. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? I don't know if you ever went to tenth grade English, but you can be both. So (laughs) then we cut to Jeremy and Bonnie coming out of Caroline's house and they're kind of fucking cute. They are. Johnny? Johnny's kind of cute. Who's Johnny? It's Jeremy and Bonnie. That's what we've decided that their ship name is now. They're barren. Absolutely not. They are not that Build-A-Bear ass name. (laughs) So, um... Bonnie's like, You've, I've seen your awkward phase and your emo phase and your druggy phase, and, and now like, you're just kind of hot and fun. And I'm like, is he not in his emo phase anymore? I was going to say, is this yeah. Jeremy outside of his emo phase? Because <laughs> if so, I, I want to see him in his exactly. emo phase. Uh, but they finally kiss. And they're cute. Yay. I, for one... Still a little uncomfortable that this is happening without Elena's knowledge. But I also acknowledge that Jeremy can do whatever he wants because he's own, he's his own person. I just just see bad things happening 
when Bonnie's like, hey, by the way, I'm dating your little brother. Nah, I don't see it. It's nothing bad's gonna happen ever. This is the Vampire Diaries. When does something bad happen? This is Mystic Falls. Nothing bad ever happens here. (laughs) Nervous laughter. (laughs) Imagine the imagine the commercial for the town of Mystic Falls, Virginia. They're like, move to Mystic Falls. We have great property value because people have gotten murdered in every lot in town. And it's just some family like nervously waving at the camera like, we love Mystic Falls. And then there's this Damon to the side just staring at them intently. Exactly. And then the full moon is occurs and you can hear the wolf howls from the forest and you're like, go inside, go inside, go inside. <laughs> now I need to see this commercial for myself. Hey guys, oh, can we have a commercial wish. from Mystic Falls, Virginia, please? It's yes. great. It's got a waterfall, some forest, Listen, unsolved murders. Here's the thing. Underage drinking. <laughs> oh my god, so much fun. Here's the thing. One restaurant, apparently. <laughs> Tyler is running away. Uh, he... Oh. He's going to become a better man and a better wolf. And he talks to some people on his way out of town. He talks to Matt and he kind of reveals that he did fall in love with Caroline. He was like, but she needs somebody good like you and she loves you. So take fucking good care of her. Matt's like, yeah, okay, I guess. Whatever, dude. He's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, sure. Or not. (laughs) So I also love how Tyler's acting like all protective and fatherly, like like he didn't just like in the last episode almost let her get killed. I know he's like yeah. protect her because obviously I'm not doing a great fucking job. <laughs> My track record already pretty shit. It's gonna be hard yeah. to come back from this one, y'all. So I'm just gonna bounce for a while. <laughs> Bye. So uh, he leaves with jewels for how long we don't know, but you know what I do know. Oh, that this Five ending episodes. song, this ending song is so fucking obnoxious. <laughs> really? I love You're it. You're a legacy. I can break the chains that bind you. Shut the fuck up. Are you going to be like your father and his father was? Shut the fuck up. Such a CWS ending song. I love this. I love this. I love the legacy's opening seat, the opening number. <laughs> <laughs> Just, ugh. So that's the end of those two episodes. Hey, Yay! Jordan. What do you rank episode 213, Daddy Issues? First off, amazing name. Love the name. That already puts it very <laughs> high up on my my like tier, my ranking tier, all right? Um, we have this whole memorial that's going on, which I think is hilarious because there's so many people who has died. And they're just <laughs> like, oh, also, we need to hold a memorial for, for all these people. Um, we have, um, Tyler finding more about, um, his, um, uncle and confronting Caroline. We have, um, the Caroline getting kidnapped and Candace's acting while getting kidnapped. Phenomenal. Um, Uh we have serial killer Brady over here freaking me the fuck out. Um, what else happens in this episode? Um, oh yeah, we also have this whole Damon and Elena plot that, is um what is their plot <laughs> they're who gives a shit what do you rate it who fucking cares i'm trying to we figure out what happens it. to try to ra- i feel like this is this was like a solid episode you know it's like mm-hmm. there was also that oh that ending scene with stefan and caroline and caroline bonnie and uh elena those were really good moments um 
I think I really like this episode. I think I don't think it was like deserving of like a nine or a ten, but I also think I also don't think it was just good, so I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. All right, that's fine. Uh Brian, what you giving it? This is one of those episodes that don't really stick out to me as much. Like when I think season two of Vampire Diaries, it's not one of those like ones that are like, ha ha, this is the great episode of season two. But I will say, very solid episode, very entertaining. So I'm going to say 8.5 merely because Candace freaking Aquila at this point in time is Aquila, not King yet, mm-hmm. saved this damn episode. Yeah. She literally kicked it out of the park. And honestly, it has one of my favorite scenes at the end with Stefan, Caroline, and Elena and Bonnie. Like, it's just... Like, mm. all the scenes with her this episode were, like, amazing. Amazing. 100%. Very okay. great Caroline episode. I... This was, like, a pretty good episode, actually. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I mean... Yeah, I just really liked it. I'm gonna give it. I'm also gonna give it an eight point five because I just really I enjoyed it here. Uh, so actually, wow. hmm, am I gonna give it an eight point five? Is it an eight point five? It's actually just an eight. I'm sorry, I have to go down. I'm sorry. That's fair. No, that's fair. I was like, is it's it really an eight point five? Uh, Jordan, what are you ranking? Crying Wolf two fourteen. All right, Crying Wolf. We got this whole this whole cabin thing. I was like expecting horror, and I got horror, which I really enjoyed. And the whole the scenes with Stefan and um, Elena were very cute. The whole her kind of processing a little bit of her trauma was very nice to watch. Um, and then we also had this like small little like tiny other two plots with Damon and Elijah, which I could care less about. Like it didn't really move anything forward. <laughs> it was kind of useless, kind of boring. And we also had to see Damon, more of Damon and Andy and like that whole situation. Um, but the the Bonnie, Jeremy, Caroline little subplot, I like that a lot. I don't think it necessarily was that um informative other than the fact that that there's now confirmation that there is no there's no like plan to save elena but i do just like love those three characters so much and especially and them together in a room doing anything i will love you know <laughs> so Fair. um i think overall i think it was i think it was a, like, a, a really good episode i think was i don't think it was like amazing right but I also don't necessarily... I don't know if I want to give it a 7 or an 8. Because, like... Hmm. It's just, like... There was, like, that whole... The whole, what? like, horror scene was, like, very, very good. And, like... I don't know. There's something preventing me from giving it an 8. So I think I'm going to give it a 7.5. Because I think it was, like, really, really good. But I don't think it's enough for an 8. Okay. Brian, what okay. are you ranking it? I'm going to say 8.5 again. Okay. Because. Okay. I know that this cabin storyline is going to last for another episode at least, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. I know they do. I think that's one more episode. Mm-hmm. But I loved the Stefan and Elena stuff in this episode because it just felt like good for them to have this nice little normal because a lot of things that happen from here on out, it won't be normal for them. Mm-hmm. And I can say that as like, 
So it's nice to have that little like break for them. And also I loved like the werewolves coming after Elena and like Elena being in danger of something other than like Damon, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, or someone else, like some other like worldly threat. It's actually werewolves this time, something that they can actually handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also I like the reveal, like Elena having to actually have to die in order to like finish this ritual. And I don't know. I just I enjoyed it. It's one of those good ones. It's not the best of the best, but it's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I. Hmm. Hmm. I. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um. I think I'm going to give it an 8.5. <gasps> I feel honored. Because the cabin plot, the horror stuff, fucking excellent. Uh, Mm -hmm. We get Dollar Store Terminator at his Dollar Store Terminator best, you know? Uh, (laughs) And the side plot of them getting answers about uh, why Luke is helping, or why Luke and Dr. Martin are helping uh, Elijah. Elijah, yeah. Elijah. House in turn, technically. Yeah, it's weird. Listen. I don't try and think too hard. I just give ratings. <laughs> so <laughs> next week, we are going to be talking about uh, episodes 15 and 16, The Dinner Party and The House Guest. Interesting. Can't wait to see the titular dinner party and house guest of those episodes. That'll be fun. God, Brian, stop making noises. Ones. It's disturbing. What? I'm excited for the. I am disturbing. Have you not met me? I know. Uh, but I love the the dinner party. Has one of my favorite like endings of season two, like favorite endings to an episode. I think yes. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yes, it has one of like the coolest like reveals kind of thing. But it's just, oh, I don't know. I just love it. Love that for us. So uh, if you want to watch along next week, that's where we're at with uh, 15 and 16 dinner party and house guest. As always, uh, follow us on Twitter at AfterBitePod. If you have any thoughts about the episodes as you're watching them, give us a little, give us a little shout. Uh, if you're if you're watching along with us, especially give us a little shout. New episodes of our show come out every Friday. Follow us on Twitter at AfterBitePod or on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review if you can. It really does help us more than you know. I'm looking directly at you, Brian. I love how this is now a running you gag at, because Brian still has you not can't look at me. done it. You cannot look at me because this is an audio medium. Thank you. I'm staring at you through this audio medium. I am just that powerful. I cannot be contained. Anyway, <laughs> stay home, stay safe, wash your fucking hands, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Yeah, bye!